Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for July 1st, 2022. And so if you're new here, what I do is we start every morning, every weekday morning with the word of God. I teach you the word and then we break it down and I give you actual life application. So this is not something that's abstract. So I'm gonna we're going to turn the corner from information application. The goal is for our learning to turn into living. One of the things that I teach all the time is the grace life. And so everything that God has provided, I'm doing a series right now called God's Grace and Our Faith, Part 48. Everything that God has provided, he provides it by grace. Grace is unearned, unmerited, undeserved, and actually for God, it's already done. I'm going to talk about that today. But then we have to, in response to God's grace, receive everything by faith. There's a couple of people on this call. I'm not going to name their names because I didn't ask them permission. But there's a couple of people on this call that, um, and one of them that, that attributed, when she posted the pictures of her house, she attributed it to the grace life. And she put hashtag the grace life. Man, that blessed me so good. But anyway, a couple of people on this call that had uh, uh, recently got homes that they were believing God for, had to go through all kinds of challenges to get there. But when it finally came to pass, it came to pass and they gave all the glory to God. You know what that is? That's the grace of God. God, God led them to do that. And then they received it by faith. That doesn't mean it's going to be easy. I'm going to explain all of that. But when you're living the grace life, you're not taking on any pressure to perform. You just believe and receive what God has already provided. This is God's grace and our faith, part 48. The title of today's message is resting in God's finished work. Man, this is going to be good. Get ready to receive the word. All right, so let's get into the word for this morning. Once again, I can't tell you how blessed I am. When I, when I see you guys put in the morning in the chat, uh, good morning, Grace Life family, or you you know something happens and, and you give God the testimony, give God the glory, and you post hashtag the Grace Life, that means you're getting it. Like you, you know that for God has already provided grace. And for us, we have to believe and receive it, faith. So let's talk about it. John 1 and 14, John 1 and 17, the Bible says the word became flesh. He, the word, dwelt among us. We were able to behold his glory. It is the glory of the only begotten of the Father who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. John 1 17, the Bible says the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came through the Lord Jesus Christ. Galatians 5, 22 and 23 says the fruit that is produced inside of you by the Holy Spirit is love. The fruit is love. And there's eight expressions of God's love. So when people look at you, this is what they're supposed to see. Joy that overflows, peace that subdues, patience that endures, kindness in action, a life full of virtue, faith that prevails. Put that in the chat. My faith prevails. I have prevailing, unyielding faith. I have faith that I'm never going to give up. I'm never going to cave in. I'm never going to quit. If God said it, I believe it. It's already done. No matter how long it takes and no matter how bad things get, I will never give up. Gentleness of heart and strength of spirit never set the law above these qualities for these qualities are meant to be limitless. The law was limited. So the law is about works and, and your human power, human ability, human strength. That's limited. 
the law is limited. Grace is limitless. Uh, so, so put this in the chat, no limits. I have no limits. I have no boundaries. I see increase all around me. Why? Because I'm walking and living by faith and I'm tapping into the grace of God and the grace of God is limitless. Grace has no limits. God has no limits. The Holy Spirit has no limits. So I see no limits. I see no boundaries. So for the past couple of days, I was teaching on um, levels of faith. Say levels of faith. Yeah. So I told you four levels of faith and I, I walked you through faith in the works, which is what you see. Faith in the word, which is what you read. Faith in the rhema word, which is what you hear. Um, and then faith in God, like the person of God. I, you know, just say, say that out loud. I have faith in God, right? And I've taught you all of that. Today, and I, and I told you before, I feel like I'm giving you a masterclass on faith. And all of this stuff is in my book, by the way, Level Up Your Life. Uh, if you don't have the book, get it. Go to rickpina.co, rickpina.co, and you'll see the link to get the book. The highest form of faith, this is what I'm going to talk about today. I talked about those levels of faith. The highest form of faith to me is rest. I'm going to talk about entering into God's rest. So I want you to open up your heart today. I actually have six things to share with you. Six things. And as I get into these six things, man, this is going to be good. I'm telling you, this is going to bless you. I need you to rid your heart and mind of all distractions. Six things. Number one, here we go. You ready? Number one, work on not working. Look at me. I need you to work on not working. You can put that in the chat if you want to just say it out loud. I work on not working. I have to work on not getting stressed. I have to work on not putting my hands on something that God didn't put me tell me to put my hands on. I have to work on not getting involved on things that, that God doesn't want me to touch. And so, so I love talking about entering into God's rest. This is from Hebrews chapter four. The writer of Hebrews in Hebrews chapter four told us that there's a promise of rest that still remains, new covenant. There's this promise of rest that still remains, but we have to labor, the Bible says, we have to labor to enter into God's rest. We have to labor, labor means work. We have to labor to enter into God's rest. We have resting, listen, resting in what God said is not easy. When you're believing God for something, like I said, there's two ladies on here that recently, you know, received what they believe are their dream homes. Well, while they were waiting on that, entering into God's rest is not easy. Like you're, when you're waiting on, on, on a promise from God and things get worse before they get better and all of that, like, you know, you, you there's a lot going on in your heart. And the Bible says that you have to labor to enter into God's rest. You have to work on not working. You have to work on not getting stressed out, not work on not putting your hand on it, not work on, listen, this is where the Holy Spirit comes in. The Holy Spirit will remind you over and over and over again what God said. The Holy Spirit will remind you what God said so that you can enter into God's rest. He will tell you as many times as he needs to tell you that, hey, son, hey, daughter, God will do what he said he will do. You know what I'm saying? And so God is going to do it. And it's only a matter of time. And, and, and you can't be moved by what you see. You can only be moved by what God says. So you have to labor to enter into God's rest. You have to work on not working. You have to work on when you're going to bed, not sitting there stressing over it, thinking about it, going over it, nursing and rehearsing. Now you can't go to sleep. Now, now you're, you're losing sleep because you're thinking about this thing. Stop. 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 Work on not working. <laughs> Chill. God's got it. The Holy Spirit will tell you what you what you need to do if you need to do something. And if you don't, relax. It's only a matter of time. 
say this, say, say, I learned how to rest. Put that in the chat. I learned how to rest. I, I'm learning how to enter into God's rest. I'm learning how to stop freaking out and, and stressing out over things that God doesn't want me stressed out over. All right, number two, I'm telling you, today's message is going to be so good. Number two, God has already moved. Oh, glory to God. I went, I, I've been telling you this, but I'm going to tell you again. I, got, I, I need you to get it. God has already moved. Remember, faith is not about you trying to get God to move like a piece on the chessboard. No, no. When God reveals something to you, he's revealing to you what he already did in eternity, but it's only a matter of time and time. And so God already moved. As far as God is concerned, in heaven, it's already done. But for you on the earth, it's a matter of time. So when you understand this and, and, and God gives you a promise and God shows you something, then you're not trying to get God to move. You're not trying to get God to do something to give you what he already promised. As far as he's concerned, it's already done. And so it's part of your life story. It's already done. The key is for you to believe it and stop freaking out and enter into God's rest. You're not trying to get God to do it because he already showed it to you. You're not trying to get God to do it. You already discovered what he already gave you. You're not trying to get God to do it. So, so what you, what you got to learn is say, you know what? I'm learning how to enter into God's rest. I'm going to work on not working. If I believe that God already revealed it to me, I believe that it's already done. I'm not trying to get God to do anything. I'm, God is trying to get me to stop freaking out and to believe and receive, and then to do the little pieces here and there that I need to do by faith to receive what he's already provided. So when God reveals something to you in his realm, which is eternity, and you believe and receive it in your prayer closet, it's only a matter of time before it manifests in time. So you're not trying to get God to move. God already moved. What, what, what you're doing now is trying to learn how to rest so you don't just you don't derail yourself from your destiny. You got it? Number three, let me give you two examples that I hope will make this clear. I'm going to talk about salvation and healing. So number three, let's talk about salvation first. God provided salvation 2,000 years ago, right? Salvation is already provided. We don't question this. <laughs> salvation was already provided. So we don't try to get God to save someone today. We don't. We tell people, hey, Jesus died on the cross 2,000 years ago. He died for all men, for everyone, everywhere. Salvation, eternal life is a gift. It has already been provided. Your job is to receive what's already done, right? I mean, like this one, like people get this one. People get this one. All we do today when we preach the gospel is we get people, we're trying to get people to accept, believe, and receive what's already been provided, which is eternal life. So let's say that that this Sunday I'm preaching the gospel and I say, hey, if you don't know Jesus in the pardon of your sins, if you don't know for sure, if you would have died today, whether or not you go to heaven or hell, if you want to receive Jesus, come up here. Somebody comes up, they say, yes, I want to receive Jesus as Lord. Well, J Jesus provided salvation 2,000 years ago. Eternal life is a gift for all men. You ready to receive? Yes, I'm ready to receive. Okay, then that person openly declares, Romans 10, 9 and 10, they confess with their mouth the Lord Jesus. They believe in their heart that God raised them from the dead. And we believe that they're saved. And then we all rejoice. And hey, everybody, let's give God some praise. This person just got saved. We say they just got saved. Did God do anything? Think about it. Did God do, did God say, oh, this person wants to get saved. Let's go do something in heaven. No. Salvation was provided 2,000 years ago. All this person did today was believe and receive 
what was already provided. You got it? Maybe you, I, I, I'm, I'm building my case. You got it? If you can believe, like nobody, nobody believes that if, if this person confesses with their mouth, believes in their heart that God was actually do, moving something in heaven and sending angels to get this person saved. No, salvation was already provided. All they did, it, it was provided by grace. And then all they did was receive it by faith. You got it? That's Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. I think you understand that. All right. Well, healing, same way. Say healing is already provided. All right. I'm going to do the same thing with healing. So today, and this is this might mess up some people's minds. Today, um, we don't have to get God to move to heal anybody. Let me take my time. Today, we're not trying to get God to do anything so anybody can get healed. Jesus provided healing 2,000 years ago. So I think what people think today is, God, I need you to move. I need you to come up. I need you to heal me or heal this person or heal my mama, or heal my son, heal my... God, I need you to... God, I need you... Well, listen, the truth is healing was already provided 2,000 years ago. The truth is 700 years before those 2,000 years, Isaiah saw the healing provided 700 years before it happened, and then 2,000 years ago it happened. So it's already done. It's already done. Healing has already been provided. So what we do today is we believe and receive what's already been provided. And so now by faith, I'm laying hold of the healing that was already provided. And so if you can see that for salvation and you can see that for healing, you can see that for anything, right? So let me keep building. I'm, I'm taking my time. I'm building my case. I'm build, I'm teaching you. I told you this is like a masterclass on faith. Number five, we must learn how to receive and rest in God's finished work. Put this in the chat. I rest in God's finished work. You got to learn how to rest in God's finished work. When the Holy Spirit prompts someone today to accept Jesus as Lord, and they do, to be clear, we're not saying heaven did anything. All the human did was receive what was already provided. Same thing. When the Holy Spirit prompts someone today to believe and receive their healing, and they do, heaven didn't do anything. They What they did was they received what was already provided by the blood of Jesus. So now, remember, the, the promises of God have a timing component. The promises of God have a timing component. So let's say, I'm going to give you another example. I'm trying to just give you an example so you can get it. I tried this way. I tried this way. I tried this way. Let me give you another example for you business owners out there. So let's say that God speaks to you to start a business. Um, God spoke to you years ago, told you to start a business. Boom. You say, okay. Uh, all right, Lord, if that's what you want, I don't know anything about business, but if you want me to start a business, okay. So God tells you he wants you to start a business. God tells you that this business is part of his plan for your life. You believe and receive it. God tells you that he's going to use this business to provide employment for his people. God tells you he's going to use this business to fund his projects all over the world. You say, okay, Lord, I believe and I receive it. You believe that it is the will of God. Now, there's some practical things you need to do. Maybe you need to go to school. Maybe you need to learn. There's some books you need to read. There's some YouTube videos you need to watch. There's some, some classes you need to go through. There's some people you need to be connected to. And then eventually you got to file documentation. You got to file articles of incorporation. You got to do all of this kind of stuff. But while you're waiting on God, you're planning, you're preparing. And then when the time comes, God tells you to execute, you execute. And you do all of that. You get the business started and all of that. You finally start the business. Now, here's the thing is, this is where I think people don't understand God. You finally start the business and then you get upset 
because you're going through all types of challenges. And you thought, because God told you to start it, that everything was going to be easy. You thought that because God told you to start it, that it was going to be successful from day one. Now, here's the thing. God never told you it was going to be easy. God never said you were not going to have challenges. And so you go into your prayer closet and, and God is revealing things to you about your business that haven't happened yet. And God is showing you a level of success that you haven't realized yet. Now, and, I, and I'm saying this is for business, but this could be for your career, for your marriage, for your children, for anything. So now there's a level of success that you see in your prayer closet that you haven't realized yet. And God is showing this to you because he's saying this is, the, this is already done. And it's only a matter of time. And the Holy Spirit keeps telling you to believe and receive it and to enter into God's rest. But when things get hard and the business looks like it's going to fail, you start thinking about giving up. This is where the life of faith, the grace life, and the Holy Spirit come in. You feel like, oh man, I'm not qualified. You feel like, what, what, God, I don't know, was this you or not? Oh my God, what am I doing? You feel like maybe this is the will of God, but I'm just not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I, I, I don't know what I'm doing. And you feel like throwing in the towel. And, and why? Because Satan keeps telling you, you're not good enough and you will never do it. And this will never be successful. And, and this, it will be successful for other people, but it's not going to be successful for you. And so Satan is constantly giving you thoughts of fear, doubt, unbelief, and failure. Constantly, constantly, because that's what he does. And at the same time, the Holy Spirit is constantly giving you thoughts of what he already planned for you from the foundations of the world. And God is saying, son, daughter, it's already done. I need you to rest. Like, stop freaking out. Like, the stuff I, listen, and, and then you hear somebody like me, <laughs> Rick Pena shows up and says, hey, if God said it, God can't lie. Look at your neighbor say, God can't lie. It, you know, and so, so I come in there and I say, Titus says, God is incapable of lying. It is impossible for God to lie. Come on now, God can't lie. And so if God revealed it to you, if God showed you something in your prayer closet, girl, it has to come to pass. Stop freaking out. You got to learn how to enter into God's rest. Why? Because God can't lie. It's not like God is going to renege. If God showed it to you, it has to happen. Just, just chill out. God never said it was going to be easy. God never said it was going to be uh, like, you know, a walk in the park, none of that stuff. And so now you got, oh my God, you're like, what am I going to do? Listen, if you're watching today's word, this is what you're going to do. Look at me. You're going to believe the report of the Lord. You got a report from God. You got a report from Satan. You got a report from God saying, this is, I made plans for you from the foundations of the world. These are good plans, plans to give you a future and a hope. Jeremiah 29 11. And then over here, you got Satan that's coming to steal, kill, and destroy. And Satan is saying, no, you ain't good enough. You ain't never going to be good enough. But let me tell you something. The devil is a liar and Jesus is the Messiah. Look at me. I'm not going to let you fail. This, this is what you're going to do. You're going to believe God. Put that in the chat. Say, I believe God. You got to believe God's report. Stop freaking out. Enter into God's rest. It's only a matter of time. You don't need to close. Listen, it's only a matter of time. You, what, what God revealed to you, God can't lie. What God revealed to you, if God revealed it to you, it has to come to pass. But entering into God's rest is critical. Say amen to that. All right. Praise God. Last one. Last one. Number six. And, and, and I've, I've taught on this last point before, but I need to bring it back up because I know there's some people watching right now that have a military background that never heard me give this example, but this is a great example. What I'm about to give you as I close out the week, this is a great example. Number six, it's already been decided. It's already, listen, it's already done. It's already been decided. Stop freaking out. Work on not working. Enter into God's rest. Let me, let me close out like this. I'm going to use a good analogy. I was in the army for 25 years. My army, my wife was in the army for 21 years. 
46 years in the army combined. There's a bunch of people that are watching right now that are not just army, all, all services, military services. So I know a lot of people, I'm looking at names that have, <clears throat> have served in the military. So let me give an example that, that you can understand. By the grace of God, I went from, <clears throat> from E1 to E6 uh, very fast, less than five years. I was a staff sergeant at 22 years old. Then I became a warrant officer and I went through every warrant officer rank that I could have. And so I got every promotion that I could have in my career. And by the grace of God, I thank God for that. Now, let me talk something, say something about promotions. And I think this is going to help you out. Say it's already been decided. All right. So when you're a soldier and you have an opportunity uh, to get promoted, and, and I'm talking about centralized board promotions. And so what you do is, you know, when the board is coming up and you know that you got to get your packet ready. And so what you do is you get your packet ready. You want to make sure that you cross uh, every T, that you dot every I, that you get a new photo, and that, that you know you look good in your picture, that all your records are straight, or there's nothing missing in your records, all of that. You do your part, then you submit your records to the board, and you know when the board is going to meet, and you know when the, when the results are going to be published. So when the results are published, if your name is on it, then that's it. Like, you've been selected. Say, I've been selected. You've been selected for promotion. It's already been decided. Now, the problem is like with the military, you can be selected for promotion and still wait a year or more to actually pin on the rank. Now, while you're waiting in that year to pin on the rank, are you freaking out over the promotion? No. Why? Because you've already been selected. But wait a minute. You're not wearing the rank, though. You're not wearing the rank. Yeah, but, but I've already been selected. No, 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 but you're not, you, you haven't pinned on the rank yet. Yeah, but it's already done. So, so if you can understand that, you're not freaking out. You're not, you, you don't have to go back and work on your records anymore for that promotion because that promotion is already over. Like, what, what, wait a minute, but you don't have the rank on yet. Yeah, but it's already over. Yeah, but you're not wearing it yet, but you haven't pinned on yet. Yeah, but it's already done. Why? Because I've, I've already been selected. It, it, it's, it's already finished. It's already done. It's already past tense. It's already been decided. Oh my God, are you getting this? If God shows you something that is future to you, but past to him, it's already done. It's already been decided. Your name is already on the list. You're not trying to get God to move. You're, God already moved. It's, it, that, that, that's it. That, that rank is already done. It's already been selected. You've already been chosen. Put this in the chat. I've already been chosen. It's already done. I, I believe and I receive it. Now, it's only a matter of time before you actually get to wear the rank. So it's only a matter of time before you actually get to receive the promise. And so stop freaking out. Faith is not about you trying to get God to move. Faith is not about you trying to get God to put a yes on your plans. Faith is about God trying to get you to put a yes on his plans. Faith is about God trying to get you to stop freaking out and enter into God's rest he, he's saying, son, daughter, I need you to rest in what I already said. I need you to rest in what I already provided. I need you to work on stop working. Faith is not about you trying to get God to move. God already moved. And so now you, you need to rest in what has already been decided. You need to rest in the fact that you've already been chosen. It's already been decided. It's already been done. What God showed, he can't lie. What God showed me has to come to pass. It's only a matter of time before I see in my hands what God revealed in my heart. Come on now. This is the life of faith. And you can learn how to enter into God's rest. And when you live this way, you will sleep good. You get sweet sleep. And, and, and things may get worse before they get better, but you're not moved by what you see. You're only moved by what God said. And the church said, amen. Oh, glory. Say, put this in the chat as we close. I enter into God's rest. The thing about me, 
the way God gives it to me, right? I try to teach you. I, I, I'm not teaching you like I gave you six points today. I didn't give you six things. I gave you one thing six different ways. And so I'm not trying to teach you a bunch of stuff. I, I'm reinforcing what God, what, what God has given me to give you. And I give it to you this way. And then I give it to you this way. And I give it to you this way. And, and we're in part 48 of the series. And for some people right now, the light just came on and they got it. They go, oh, I got it now. It's already done. Say it's already done. Glory to God. All right, let's close this out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and speak this over your life. Say, Father, you are a spirit and you speak to me by your spirit directly. I receive downloads from heaven daily. I receive revelation that exceeds my education. As you speak to me in dreams while I'm sleeping, in open visions while I'm awake, through the Holy Spirit, through your word, and through other people, I believe and I receive everything you reveal. When you reveal something to me, for you it's already done. So I enter into your rest where that's concerned. I'm not working to earn or deserve anything. By faith, I believe you already provided. So I labor to enter into your rest. I'm not moved. I'm not shaken. I'm not stressed. I'm not stirred. I enter into your rest and I live in a stress-free environment. I am the just. I live by faith. My faith taps into your grace in heaven, it's already done. For me, it's only a matter of time. This is how I know greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. On Tuesday, I'm going to have another one. Not no, no message on Monday. Listen, this is another one of those where you might need to listen to it again. Get this down in your heart. It's already done. It's already been provided. Enter into God's rest. Say amen to that. Do me a favor. Leave me some comments in the chat if this message has been a blessing to you. I need you to share this message on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. If you want my notes and you're not getting my notes, you get the notes for free. Why not sign up? Go to todaysword.org, put up uh, um, your email address, click on the big red subscribe button, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. So share this message. Walk into this weekend knowing that it's already done. It's already been provided. I love you and God loves you more. Have an amazing weekend. Happy 4th of July. God bless you. If you enjoyed this content and you would like to learn more about our ministry or you would like to partner with our ministry, please visit ripministries.org. You will learn there what we're doing in the Caribbean, providing a Christ-based education to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic. We also provide them a hot meal every day. If you would like to partner with us, click on the donate button all the donations are tax deductible in the United States. If you don't have my book, Level Up Your Life, go to rickpina.co and get the book today. From rickpina.co, you'll also see that I have journals and I also have some other products and apparel and etc. all centered around the grace life. And then lastly, if you enjoy this content, but you want direct access to Isabella and I, the Lord impressed it upon my heart for Isabella and I to start mentoring people, giving people access to us to be able to ask us questions. We're answering questions about ministry, about missions, nonprofit, for-profit, 
I'm addressing things uh, as far as how I preach, our approach to preaching. We're putting out private content just for a specific group in the Patreon. So please visit patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina if you're interested in this material. Have an amazing day.